I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The Seven from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The Seven every weekday. So follow The Seven right now. Covering the live betting angles for every game, this is VSIN Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This is our number two of VEASAN Live Bet tonight, coming to you from the VEASAN studios here at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds. Still to come in the program, we'll get the Reynolds rep. Wes's recap of the first round at the Genesis Invite over at Riviera. Tiger Woods, five off the lead, shooting two under today with a furious rally on the back nine. El Tigre, don't doubt him. If you do, be careful. Uh, but Tiger Woods playing really well. It would be fun to kind of see him in contention this weekend. But hopefully he just makes a cut and plays all four days. I think that would be a win. So we'll touch on that a little bit later on in the program. Also, Aaron Rodgers, Derek Carr, where might they play football next year? We have betting markets open for both QBs. We'll see if there's any value on the betting board. But right now, Wes, let's get to the half times that we have in the college basketball ranks. And we'll start in Iowa City, where Iowa used a, a late rally at the end of the first half, mm-hmm. just knocking down three after three after three. They've now opened up an 11-point lead, 47-36 against Ohio State. Hawkeyes, though, one-point favorites on the consensus line for the second half. Total is at 82. Yeah, I have seven and a half for the game, uh, so I've got a good number. Not good enough right now after 20 mm-hmm. minutes, but seeing uh, I think Circa Sports has it minus a half. There's a couple out there that have minus one, minus 105. I think BetMGM has one, minus 115. But if people are betting what they see last, they'll lay it with Iowa. But I, I don't know. I think I think danger a little bit, too, because Ohio State has been able to score. They got 36 points in the first half after only getting 41 on Sunday at home against Michigan State. But just, you know, you, uh, the one thing I worry about a little bit is the psyche of Ohio State. It's like, okay, here we go again. Yeah, can they fight? Do they do they have the uh, uh, the uh, intestinal or intestinal whatever fortitude? whatever fortitude? A certain yeah. type of fortitude. Mick Foley uh, used to use that line. Yeah, Mankind right. used to use that line uh, that involves a, a lower lower uh, body region. But yeah. uh, uh, you do they have that fortitude to stay in? You know, do they yeah. have? Can they be like, okay, we can come back here? You know. But when you're on such a long losing streak, you just feel defeated. So, like, is this uh, is this quit territory for the yeah? Buckeyes? That that that's what does concern me a little bit. Being on the Buckeyes, even though I think from the number standpoint, that'll say like Ohio State's the play. But this is a team that has lost six in a row and has lost eleven of their last twelve. 
So I wonder if they have quit because I thought they showed a little quit on Sunday against Michigan State. But, you know, they, 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 Iowa is a team that you can come back on because they're not just going to get stop after stop. I think, uh, like Ohio State was just up two in the first meeting against Iowa at halftime, then they ran them out in the second half. So, still a possibility that you can come back on this team. Well, how about in the West Coast Conference, St. Mary's in San Diego? It's an all gales in the first twenty minutes. They're up thirty-nine to twenty on the road, and now they're laying four and a half in the second half. Totals at seventy-one. If I were to do anything here, I would lean to the under. Just because when St. Mary's gets that kind of like big lead, they start slowing the clock. You know, they mm-hmm. they are a, you know a team that does not exactly run tempo. If you if you look at that, 359th in the country, I believe uh, there's only four more teams that run slower tempo than St. Mary's per those ratings. Jeez. So this is a team when they get up, they're still going to defend for for all 40 minutes, uh, not give up a lot of offensive rebounds. They're fifth in defensive efficiency. So this is a team tough to score on and obviously tough to come back on. So I would lean a little bit under here. BYU closed as a five-point favorite, and they are getting just taken to the woodshed at home in the Marriott Center. Santa Clara is up 47-30. to 30. After 20 minutes, I believe the second half just got underway, uh, but BYU did get bet in the second half. Open six and a half. There were some sevens on the board. Total at 78 here. But do you think the Cougars can uh, get back into this game against Loyola? Or I, get, sorry, against Santa Clara? I think they can. But BYU, what a disappointing team they've been. They yeah, just been rough. they they got a win over Creighton when Creighton uh, was without Kalkbrenner. But this team's 16 and 12. No chance this team gets in that large bid at only no. six and seven in the West Coast Conference. They're gonna it. they're gonna have to win at the Orleans uh, here in Las Vegas in the WCC tournament mm-hmm. if they want to be part of the field of 68. I'm gonna try to get out to that tournament. It, it, it's it's a, a fun ticket. tournament. It's I I've, I've been there a couple times. Yeah. I've been there for work. Uh, never for uh, never for play, but it's a tough ticket, man. With those Gonzaga fans. Mm-hmm. Swipe and, up all and, those and, and, and BYU travels. They travel as, really as well. well. So they travel really well. Yeah, I mean it's it's a small venue. It's it's what maybe like seats it. it's like cool. seven thousand. Yeah, it's, or so. Not a bad seat in the house. Yeah, it's a really cool venue out at the Orleans, and also it'd be an excuse to go to the Orleans because I never go there. Uh, so maybe that's something that we can do in a few weeks here. Uh, also in college hoops, UCF and Memphis right now. Uh, the Tigers up 62 to 56. They're currently laying six and a half total 139 and a half. We haven't talked much about this game here, but Penny Hardaway's club trying to get a home victory. Yeah. And uh, uh, Memphis, uh, you know, kind of, I think on that line, perhaps to get an at large bid, uh, they, they, uh, these teams actually had a uh, double overtime game earlier in the year where Memphis dominated most of the game. And then, Double-digit lead, four minutes left to go, and then UCF went bonkers from three and sent that into overtime and eventually a double overtime. Uh, uh, Memphis, uh, you know, pretty good at the rim, especially offensively. So I didn't end up laying this. Uh, Memphis, uh, you know, were kind of shaky for a little bit of a while against Temple on Sunday, on Super Bowl Sunday. That was one of the early games. And then were able to pull away in the second half. But I feel like Memphis... Should be able to hang on here, uh, laying six or excuse me, they're up six with 430 mm-hmm. left to go. They do have Houston though on Sunday, as UCF now just hits a three. We got a three point ball game down there at the yeah, FedEx. That's a, it's a fun one that we got down there in Memphis between the Tigers and UCF. So we'll be keeping tabs on that game. Also, in the NBA right now, we have one game going on. And it's a close one between the Wizards and the T-Wolves. Right now, Minnesota has a 101-97 lead. Currently four-and-a-half-point favorites on the in-game total at 218-and-a-half here. Uh, Wizards, they're not going away. They're no, <laughs> no, no, they're absolutely not. It looked like Memphis was going to uh, finally uh, be able to put these guys away, but uh, have not been able to do so, uh, despite the fact Anthony Edwards with 32 tonight, Rudy Gobert with 16-and-18 so uh, trying to get these guys to go away. Brad Beal, 25 points, but he's had 24 shots, 10 of 24. So uh, uh, we shall see here. I, I, I got a feeling this is going to come down to the wire. This Wizards team, they're right on the cut line, and we'll talk about them 
uh, coming up tomorrow when we do kind of the futures discussion and we'll have the discussion about the play-in tournament teams and all that. Uh, but Wizards right now currently 10th in the Eastern Conference. So this could be a big win. If they're able to somehow steal this victory on the road in Minnesota, that would do wonders for their playoff chances. As for the T-Wolves, they're the number six seed in the West, currently tied with Dallas 10 and a half games back of first place. So a uh, massive game for both of these teams with playing implications going forward. I mean, we talked about it earlier in the first hour that we're, we're two thirds through this NBA mm-hmm. season. Like we only got a third left. So while there's still a good amount of basketball left, time's running out for some of these teams as they kind of position for uh seeding here coming up in the postseason here. But uh, Minnesota maybe can make a push. The Clippers and the Suns are right in that same boat as well uh, as we see only two and a half games separate the number three team, the Sacramento Kings, and the number seven team, the Dallas Mavericks. So there's still a lot of jostling that can happen. Yeah, and 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 I mean we're we're, we're coming down to it too yeah. in that that the All Star break. It, you know, it's not like you have 40 games left to go. So really coming down to it, there there is going to be, I think, especially in the West is where you're going to see a lot of that jockeying, you know, like you were just mentioning. I th- mm-hmm. The East, to me, seems a little bit more spread out. Yeah. Where I think the top three in that order, Boston, Milwaukee, Philly, they're going to stay the top three. Cleveland, I think their ceiling maybe is to get to the four. Maybe there's an outside chance Miami can get to the four. Mm-hmm. Or, or or maybe Brooklyn still continue. They continue to play well, and they stay there. But there's a gap there. Whereas in the West... I think you got just kind of a muck there right in the middle. Yeah, and the Milwaukee Bucks, who won again tonight without Giannis Antetokounmpo, they're now a half game back of the Boston Celtics. They've won 12 straight games, the Milwaukee Bucks, heading into this All-Star break. So a lot of momentum for the 2021 NBA champions here, only a half game back. They're two and a half up on Philadelphia, who's won four straight. So it feels like those teams kind of in the top three of the East, Milwaukee, Boston, and Philly, mm-hmm. whatever order you want to put them in, they're uh, head and shoulders above the rest, it feels like. Although, I mean, who knows? Maybe Cleveland can make a run here. But they, they, Cleveland, those feel like kind of a year away. They, maybe they need another quantum leap from Evan Mobley and another year with Donovan Mitchell there to kind of get that thing going to be in contender status. Right now, they just feel like kind of, Solid playoff team status, yeah, but not really yeah. a factor for the title. Yeah, I mean they're a good team, but I think uh, there was a game uh, the other night against Philadelphia. They had kind of had the chance to say, okay, I and and you never want to overvalue one game to the other in an 82 game season in the NBA. But that one felt like that was kind of a step up for Cleveland, mm-hmm. or it needed to be, and they didn't deliver in the spot. Didn't answer the bell. It did not. Uh, it's 104-100, though, in Minnesota, as now it's 104-102. Brad Bill hitting the nice little elbow jumper. Two and a half minutes to go here. Let's see if there's any live numbers that are up right now. I'm seeing uh, Wizards plus 370 on the money line. You can get the T-Wolves minus 500 if you're interested in laying that heavy price. But the total is at 220 and a half, and Minnesota is now laying four and a half plus 110 after they just make a basket. So back to a four-point game here. Under right now, coming up on two minutes to play, I should say. Uh, so we'll be keeping our eyes on what's going on in the Twin Cities. They're about to get underway in the Valley of the Sun between the Clippers and the Phoenix Suns. Also, second halves also getting underway in college hoops. Ohio State, Iowa. We're rooting for the Buckeyes for West to get home with that plus seven and a half ticket. Let's see if they can start fast to begin the final 20 minutes. We'll be back with more on the other side of the VSIN live bet tonight. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. If you're looking for a betting edge on the NHL, NBA, or college basketball, the VEASAN experts have you covered. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber with an introductory offer of only $9.99. VEASAN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of the top plays made by VEASAN show hosts and guests. Tools like our betting splits, deep dive betting reports, VEASAN betting guides for the biggest games of the season where our experts break down brackets, best bets, and daily props. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. Visit VEASAN.com slash subscribe today to sign up for only $9.99. That's VSIN.com slash subscribe. Welcome back. This is VSIN Live Bet Tonight. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds hanging out in downtown Las Vegas at the Circa Resort and Casino here on a Thursday night. And what a turnaround here for the Washington Wizards as it appears they're uh, 36 seconds away from stealing a victory in the Twin Cities against the Minnesota Timberwolves. Wiz now lead 110-106 back-to-back three-pointers. For the Wiz kids, they're now laying minus nine thousand on the money line. Yeah. T Wolves seventeen to one. Yeah, this has been a meltdown for the Timberwolves. Uh, certainly, it looked like they were in pretty good position. I think they were up four with four minutes left to go. And mm-hmm. I said I thought this was going to go down to the wire, but may not be because it may be uh, Washington going ahead and closing this out. They're either way, they're going to get, I believe, an and one as Delon Wright uh, on the on the uh, steal. Going down the other end of the floor, Rudy Gobert does foul him. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if they're reviewing that or what. But yeah, as a, a timeout, there was a timeout I think taken by Minnesota. So I think they're reviewing to see if that was in fact a foul. Yeah, they might be uh, going to the monitors there. I'm sure we'll get some clarification shortly on what's happening in this Wizards and T Wolves game. Also, we're underway finally in Phoenix between the Clippers and the Suns. Clippers out to a two nothing lead. Ohio State, I don't know what's going on with these guys. Uh, it's it's, it's well, not looking good. Well, uh, Zed uh, Key on the last one, it looks like uh, looks like he got hurt. Mm. Uh, so, uh, yeah, this is uh, uh, now uh, Roddy Gale, I believe, just got hurt, walking back under his own power with an ankle injury. So, Ohio State, even though they had a three there, struggling to stay, stay in this one. And that's basically probably the only way they're going to stay in is to hit a bunch of threes here because they're not getting many stops. Iowa's just getting right in the lane. Mm-hmm. I mean, no, no, no stopping of dribble penetration at all for Ohio State. So, uh, you know, sometimes you go against the herd and the herd wins. And I just, I just thought that seven and a half, that was just a little big. Sometimes you got to take a bad team. This maybe was not the spot to do it because Ohio State just – this team should not be this bad. No. And they are. And they are that bad. A key looks like stayed in the game, but he was shaken up a couple possessions ago. So, well, uh, Ohio State, it's uh, it's 
gone from bad to worse. Is that every, everything's been a layup. And, and Zed Key is now down. Uh, we'll see if he can stay in the game. Every, everything has been a layup for Ohio State, or for Iowa, rather. Yeah, this is brutal, man. Uh, Buckeye basketball, what happened to the? Uh, it's, it's not good right now. Also not good, Cal is uh, down 10 nothing against USC, under 16 timeout to start off there. So uh, Trojans now laying 21.5 in-game total, 125.5. And, and then Arizona has an 8-7 lead against Utah, but under 15 minutes to go in the first half. So still plenty of time to go, but the, Car- the Cardinals, the Wildcats, are now laying 11.5 total, 143.5. I was saying the Cardinals because I was thinking about the NFL because we're about to discuss some of the happenings in the NFL and right now in the National Football League, one Aaron Rodgers is going on the darkness retreat, which mm-hmm. you alluded to. Uh, he's, he's, I thought he was back. Is he back? Yet? I thought he, is he coming back now or is he tomorrow? I don't know what's going on. Yeah. He might still be in darkness, but we're unclear on that. Maybe he's back. I'm in the dark yeah. on what's going on with him. See what you did there. Any whom, what, when he, whenever he decides to return from said darkness retreat, Aaron Rodgers has a decision to make. And right now, he's under contract for the Green Bay Packers. Last year, signing that three-year extension when we all thought last year he might get traded. He ended up returning back for 2022, which was a disappointing year for Green Bay. But Rodgers, under contract, could return to the Packers, could retire. They could also work out a trade. Well, at DraftKings, you can bet on where Aaron Rodgers will take his next snap. And right now, the prohibitive odds-on favorite is the Las Vegas Raiders minus 330. The Packers are at plus 250. The New York Jets plus 380. Then a big drop-off to the Commanders, Buccaneers, and Colts at 18 to 1. Titans, 49ers, Patriots, 20 to 1. Panthers, 25 to 1. And then you have the Giants, Steelers, Saints, Ravens, Texans, Falcons at 50 to 1. Mm-hmm. Anywhere where you would want to put your money for Rodgers is next snap. Not really. I, I think. <laughs> no faith in this guy? It doesn't seem stable to you? I, I, I think, you know, the Raiders certainly make the most sense, and that, and that's why they're the favorite at this standpoint. So, you know, just looking down the board, I thought may, may, maybe Tennessee, but I know that he said, at least last year, that he wouldn't mind returning out west. Mm-hmm. So where are your options out west? The Raiders, the 49ers. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah, there's not a whole lot of uh, whole lot of options for Aaron Rodgers on the West Coast. Him being a Bay Area guy, I believe Chico, I think is where he's from, mm-hmm. uh, went to school at Cal. So uh, he's definitely comfortable on the West Coast. The Raiders make a lot of sense because of the Devontae Adams factor. It's also in the AFC, which is one thing I think Green Bay is looking to do. They don't want to trade him inside conference where they'd have to face him or whether he might be standing in the way of them of reaching a Super Bowl. So I think looking at AFC teams is kind of how I would go about this, and that's reflected in the odds as well. What about the New York Jets? I mean, a lot has been made about Nathaniel Hackett going yeah. over there as the offensive coordinator, and Nathaniel Hackett was in Denver, and that was one of the reasons why we all thought that Rodgers might end up a Denver Bronco last season, but he ends up going back to Green Bay. Now that Hackett's in, in New Jersey with the Jets, does Aaron Rodgers maybe go to the gang green at plus 380? That's possible. Like, th- does he really want to be in New-, in-, in New York, though? I don't know. That's kind of... Different that. media. Yeah, yeah. It's kinda, <laughs> that's kind of the outlier. And it's like, at the end of his career, does he want to deal with that? You know, it's one thing when you go on with, uh, with, with McAfee. You know, mm-hmm. and then you can just kind of say things and, you know, it, Not just, much push it gets back. play on social media. But it's another thing when you're doing it with reporters, with, you know, with a lot of different newspapers and a lot of different media outlets based in that market, you know, and it just might be a headache for him. Mm-hmm. So, so I, the Jets certainly are realistic because of the Hackett connection, but I still think the top two are the favorites for the reason, especially that one in silver and black. Yeah, I, I think those top three teams might be where we can just draw the line on this. Because like yeah. looking at some of the other, like the Commanders, I don't think they would trade for Aaron Rodgers, and I don't think the Green Bay Packers want to trade him to the Commanders. The Bucks, uh, I can't really see it there either. Now they they have a vacancy at QB, uh, but does he want to follow Tom Tom Brady. Brady? Yeah, I don't see him wanting to do that because then you definitely would see a lot of those comparisons of oh Rodgers following in Brady's footsteps, and I think that's the last thing mm-hmm. he wants to do. Colts, I think they're going to go for a young guy. That's that. I don't see that at all. 
Titans, I mean, they have the vacancy. There's talk about Tannehill maybe being on the move. I read an article that said that Tannehill might be the fourth option for the New York Jets if they're striking out on Rodgers, Carr, and maybe even Jimmy Garoppolo. Tannehill would be number four for New York, so keep that in mind for Tennessee. The Niners, just the fact that they're in the NFC, that's why I don't see him going there. Right. I, I think the Niners would welcome them. I think he would welcome a move to the 49ers. I don't think the Packers want to do that and, and set the Niners up, who already have a really good roster there. So I think that at 20-1, to 1, I, I'm, I'm not dabbling in on that. New England, they're set with Mac Jones, I think, even though Mac wasn't awesome in 2022. I think Mac Jones is still going to be their guy. Carolina, you could kind of convince me, but still, same thing with the NFC. And also, I think Carolina wants a young quarterback as well, mm-hmm. with Frank Reich and the, and the coaching set that they've put together. I think it's. I honestly think it's Raiders or Jets. I, I think Green Bay is honestly over all of this. I do too. I don't think they want to keep him. I think they want to, you know, move just forward get on with and it. rebuild. Yeah. Whether that's Jordan Love, whether that's somebody else, but mm-hmm. yeah, I, I think you know it, it, it's run its course. Yes, I think you know. Hey, we want a Super Bowl together. You know, maybe we'll we'll make up in due time. But Green Bay has had their fair share of of diva quarterbacks. <laughs> You know, it's not it's not just Aaron Rodgers. It's the no. guy that was before him, too. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's like, do we really want to keep dealing with this? Or don't we just want to, you know, because Green Bay is such a large fan base all across the country. There's Packer fans everywhere. Yep. You know, and they're not having to worry about selling out because they're the Packers. You know, there's wait lists for those tickets. You know, they're yeah. willed down on the wait list from generation to generation. So, I think they would be willing to kind of say, okay, let's build, let's go a little younger, see if we can develop another young quarterback. Your best guess on where he plays next year? I think he's going to be right here in Las Vegas. Right here in Vegas? With Devontae Adams? I do. My goodness. And I think the Raiders, the Raiders kind of need like a superstar, I think. And he still, because of his name, really fits Mm -hmm. that bill. Four-time MVP. Yeah, get get some interest in people going. Maybe you'll get some locals to buy tickets. You might want to lower those ticket prices, too. That might help getting some locals out here, too. You hear that, Mark Davis? Yes. Lower those ticket prices. Maybe we can get a a, a show... uh little uh, cabana that they have out there right on, yeah. the, on, the, on, the, on the edge of the end zone there. Uh, we'll talk some Derek Carr, the previous Raiders quarterback. Where might he play next year? We discuss that next. This is VSIM Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. Sports fans, as the football season ends, Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is the place to be for basketball and hockey. Bet Rivers has you covered for every line, odd, and boost. Join us every week for new promotions like our Tuesday Hockey First Goal Insurance, Saturday Hockey Same Game Parlay Bet and Get, Weekly Pro Basketball Bet and Get, and more. Check out BetRivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app. It's a whole new game. Welcome back. This is VEASAN Live Bet Tonight. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds hanging out here at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. Right now in the association, one final game until the All-Star break, Wes. Almost two-thirds through the way of this NBA season. The Los Angeles Clippers up 18-12 to against the Phoenix Suns. Currently three-and-a-half-point favorites live and 214-and-a-half is our total. So a little bit lower scoring. They would meet in the playoffs if the season were to end today. This would Ooh. be the 4-5 matchup. Uh, Phoenix the 4, Clippers the 5. So like we said, that's going to change on a nightly basis pretty much over the next uh, you know 25 or so games here with uh, these teams you know jockeying for position. Terrence Mann, by the way, with eight early points for the Los Angeles Clippers as I believe uh, – just uh, checking to see uh, if anybody was a late scratch from an injury standpoint. Uh, see Paul George, Kawhi. Yeah, yeah. So everybody, Norman Powell is the only one not going for the Clips. Of course, Durant's still out with the knee. Shamed and Cameron Payne have been out with foot injuries. Terrence Ross, uh, uh, probable tonight. I don't, I don't believe he has checked into the game, but he was acquired at the deadline as well uh, for Phoenix. So. 18 to 12 early on. Uh, and, uh, you know, we'll see if these two teams, because these two, I think, are our contenders. The market certainly felt that they were from the beginning of the season. 
all of a sudden they're behind. It's right now it's Denver with a five game lead over Memphis, and then Sacramento uh, mm-hmm. eight games behind Denver in the third spot. So yeah, this would be the four five matchup. Yeah, that'll be a fun series if that's what we end up getting, especially if Kevin Durant is healthy and all these teams are uh, fully loaded. As because uh, on paper they look like legit contenders, mm-hmm. and um, the Western Conference we shall see. I think the West needed a little bit of a jolt, and we got it with the trade deadline. Yeah, because luckily. it seemed like the East at the top was better. It was really like you know yeah. uh, that more competitive, but now and it still n- might be. Yeah, and and look, <laughs> I still think Denver right now is the best team until proven otherwise in the West, but. Mm-hmm. It's wide open. It is still wide open. You know, there's a lot. There's a lot of teams I think that can come out. Uh, there's that team in Golden State if they can get healthy, but you can't just assume. You know what mm. I'm saying? Like if, if they get the benefit of the doubt that they can flip the switch, I don't think the Clippers yet. They certainly aren't getting it from me. No, that 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 they can do it. Uh, so uh, I will say this though about the Warriors: as as much as I believe in them, and they do get the benefit of the doubt because that roster. The only time they've lost when healthy was the 2016, the blowing the 3-1 lead to the Cavs. Mm-hmm. They're running out of time. <laughs> yeah. The clock is ticking. And Steph Curry said that there's still no timetable on a return. Uh, he's going to miss a number of games post-All-Star break. So as it's, and, and, it's looking dicey. And, and there's going to be you know a couple guys, obviously, still doing some uh, potential buyouts. One, Russell Westbrook. Everybody kind of thinks he's going to the Clippers. Mm-hmm. And I tend to think that that might be right. Yeah. That, that, that he's going to go out there. To that talks. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that that's going to change some things, you know. Now, does he start or come off the bench? I think he comes off the bench, personally. Mm-hmm. I, I think, you know, he actually, you know, even though he's a little bit erratic, he actually did kind of thrive in that role a little bit. I, I think for I think for the Lakers. So uh, we'll see now that obviously there's a ring in play, you know, because I think the Clippers much more of a contender, certainly than the Lakers are. That's for certain. You know, we'll see if we'll see if that, you know, gets his juices flowing again. Maybe Mr. Russ coming off the bench for a team that definitely needs kind of a guard. But I'm not even sure if Russ can be that lead guard mm-hmm. um, right now, just because it feels like his mentality is attack, attack, attack. Uh, we'll see if we can get the, those guys involved on the offensive end of the floor. Right now in college hoops, though, Arizona has a 26-16 lead over Utah. Still in the first half in that game, 8.07 to go until halftime. The Wildcats, 16.5 point favorites total, 148.5. And then also in the Pac-12, USC up 27-12 to against Cal. Yeah. They're 22.5 point favorites. Cal, and Cal, is, Cal is really bad. I don't know who the worst team is in like the power six, but Cal and Louisville are the leaders in the clubhouse for that. Cal's got three wins. We should see them play. I wish man. And Cal versus Louisville. No oh, man. Oh, Neutral boy. court. This has been brutal seasons for them. Like Cal, they were picked at the bottom and, and Louisville kind of was too. I don't think anybody really thought Louisville was going to be mm-hmm. that dreadful where they only have three games in the middle of February. Cause this is Louisville. This is one of the all-time great programs in college basketball. And just just real hard times for those two programs this year. Cal, it's been trending that direction for a couple years anyway. Uh, you know, it's not all on the coach, but they're just not recruiting enough talent in, in that program. It's it's tough, and, and I, they did some things with the academic standards as well where they can't have as many, you know, special admits for scholarship athletes, so... Yeah, it's been tough out there in Berkeley. I think they've been bad ever since Jalen Brown went to the draft. Mm-hmm. I think, honestly, mm-hmm. like, I think back to it. I was like, I saw that Jalen Brown team play because they were playing in Spokane. And at the time I was covering Oregon. Oregon was the number one seed in the West region. And they were playing one of the earlier games. So they were in kind of that similar Spokane pod since they were a protected seed as a four seed. And uh, they lost to Hawaii. Yeah. And, and that was the end of it for Cal. Yeah, Cal is. I mean, I mean, they they've <laughs> just been really been, then. and Stanford has been too, by the way. But yeah. Cal has really just been an absolute disaster, you know, really for the last couple seasons. Uh, speaking of disasters, this past season for the Raiders and Derek Carr was not what they wanted. After reaching the playoffs in 2021, Carr gets released yesterday as he was the all-time leader in the franchise in completions, yards, and passing touchdowns. But he's now on the open market. 
And at, over at DraftKings, you can bet on where Carr will take his next snap. And right now, the favorite is a team that he visited just a week ago, the New Orleans Saints at 3-1. to one. And then after them, the New York Jets plus 330, Tampa Bay Buccaneers plus 450, Carolina's at 5-1, to one, Tennessee 7-1, to one, the Commanders plus 750, Colts 8-1, to one, Patriots 10-1, to one, and then you have a host of others, Packers 15, Texans 18, Falcons, Seahawks 22, Giants and Steelers 25, Ravens, Dolphins at 30. But uh, what do you think Carr plays next year? Yeah, there isn't really an obvious one. I wish I would have maybe bet this a couple weeks ago because uh, the Saints, I think, were a much better price. But Because mm-hmm. that's where I kind of pointed out. I was like, man, the Saints, that seems like a place because, you know, they have seen what they've seen out of their current starting quarterbacks, out of, out of Winston and out of Andy Dalton. Carr is certainly an upgrade. Yeah, over either of those two. So the Saints, I, I think the defense is still very good. I don't know how great Dennis Allen really is as a head coach. I think a very good defensive coordinator. But the Saints, I think, kind of, they don't seem that far away because now that division with Tom Brady officially retired, it's wide open. Mm-hmm. That is the most wide open division probably in all the National Football League. So, okay. Who has the best defense of those four teams? I, I It's probably equal between the Saints and the Panthers because I'm assuming there's going to be more of an exodus from Tampa. from Tampa Bay in terms of some of the in terms of some of the veterans and the defensive players. Tampa, that seems like a youth movement to me. Like now is the time to do so and not dilly dally with it and kind of try to you know okay pin some pieces together and just you know I you got to go young. Yeah. And I think, you rip, know, rip the bandaid off. Exactly. Kind of. Exactly. Because I think now officially that Tom is gone, try to see if you can move some pieces, acquire some draft picks and then try to build again. Like they did all those many years ago. So Carolina could be possible. You know, maybe there's some interest working with uh, Frank Reich mm-hmm. uh, down there in Carolina. So saints and Panthers to me, because everybody kind of points to commanders, but you're kind of seeing the commanders like fall down the list for both of these guys. Ron Rivera on Super Bowl Radio Row sounded confident in Sam Howell. Now, maybe that's just off-season kind of conjecture. Right. And he's trying to like kind of negotiate through the media by saying, hey, we love Howell, so like we're not desperate. Mm-hmm. Who knows? But uh, they made it seem like Howell is definitely a legitimate uh, contender to be QB1 for them in week one. But you mentioned the NFC South, though. All four of those teams are in this market for yeah. Derek Carr, at least according to the betting market. Now we don't know if they're all interested in Carr, but it just goes to show you that no of the like none of the NFC South teams are are stable right. and kind of solidified at quarterback. So mm-hmm. he could go to a number of those teams. I tend to think that it'll either be the Saints or the Panthers. But if this Rodgers thing ends up turning to Raiders, or if he retires or stays in Green Bay, the New York Jets, I think the urgency will then crank yeah. up for them trying to sign a quarterback because that's a roster that's pretty ready-made. Yeah, I would I would agree with that. But uh, I do think Rodgers, going back to the last segment, I think he's going to be right here in Las Vegas. Rodgers to the Raiders and maybe Carr to the NFC South. That's what's probably going to happen. We'll be back to wrap up hour number two on the other side. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. 
Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. This is VSIM Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds, live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vcin.com to check the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? Well, the betting splits page is updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes so you can see changes in all the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits are another way. VSIN is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. So check out today's betting splits for every game at vcin.com. Welcome back. This is VSIN Live Bet Tonight. He's Wes Reynolds. I'm Femi Abebefe. We're hanging out at the Circle Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. Uh, right now in college hoops, uh, looks like some of these 6 o'clock games are going to wind down. Iowa's up big on Ohio State. Santa Clara trying to hang on against BYU. They're up by 11, under two minutes to go. So the Broncos might pull off a pretty uh, nice road win in the WCC. And then we have these 7 o'clock games that are uh, heading towards halftime here. USC has a 38-18 lead on Cal. Arizona, 35-21 against Utah. But right now, Wes, we have a few other college basketball games that are about to tip off here at 8 o'clock. So let's get those handicaps now so the folks can get those bets in and uh, sweat them out for the remainder of this evening. And we'll begin in the WCC where Gonzaga is taking on Loyola Marymount, the Zags, eight-point favorites. The consensus number total is at 155. Yeah, a potential payback spot here for Gonzaga because, yes. uh, look, I actually thought, uh, you know, they, Shelton is really the big gun for Loyola Marymount, and Gonzaga didn't do uh, too bad of a job against him. He did score a lot, but had to really work for it. So, you know, switched up the ball screen defense, did Gonzaga. I think they're going to try that again against uh, LMU. Maybe uh, Hunter Salas off the bench on mm-hmm. uh, Shelton a little bit more uh, on that side. As uh, LMU, if they won that game because they dictated pace, they they slowed it down. They did not get into a track meet in the kennel. Uh, 66 possessions, by the way, in the first game between those two teams. That was the slowest of the year, and it would have been – the, the least amount of possessions of the year with St. Mary's if that St. Mary's game didn't go overtime down in Moraga. So, you know, they play, LMU played Timmy straight up with, with their bigs, and they were able to do enough because Gonzaga, you know, didn't get a lot from their guards. And that's what's going to have to change for this team because this is a team now that nobody's talking about anymore, you know, and yeah. they're still 21-5 and five and still have some very good wins, but – Offense is still pretty efficient second, but the the defense is not as good as certainly it was last year. I mean, it's not going to be when you lose Chet Holmgren, but also losing Nemhard. Really what's been disappointing, Timmy has still put up All-American type numbers for this team. And he would certainly still be a candidate, I think, for the first team, even though there's a lot of other big guys and post players mm-hmm. that have had outstanding seasons like Edie, like Trace Jackson Davis. So... Not sure if there's going to necessarily be a lot of room for Timmy. He might be a second teamer this year, but it's really Gonzaga's guards that have been very erratic, I, I think, so far this year. So number is priced in here in terms of the payback spot, laying eight, and actually now down to seven and a half here at Circus Sports. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm going to go against it, but I don't know. I wouldn't lay eight. I, I think that you're 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 already paying a tax here. 
Yeah. If you want to take Gonzaga in the payback spot, it'd be LMU or pass for you. Yes. Yeah. Just on the, just on the basis of the number, of course, uh, LMU, uh, uh, did win against St. Mary's last Thursday at home mm-hmm. and then lost to Santa Clara by two, uh, uh, covered against Santa Clara. That looked like a dead spot, but LMU fought their way back and actually actually had the lead going into the second half, you know, kind of stayed inside the numbers. So I think Gonzaga gets it done, but I'm not going to lay it. You know, this is an interesting one because – Gonzaga has had four days to kind of prepare for this game, mm-hmm. which, I mean, Mark Few, that coaching staff, is a really good coaching staff. They consistently prepare really well when given a lot of time. And this, the fact that they're facing a team that beat them earlier in their own building, like I think we're going to get a focused effort from Gonzaga. Now, does that mean that they'll cover? Maybe not, because like you said, the revenge angle has been priced in. However... There's very very few times we ever get to see Gonzaga in this kind of spot of revenge right. in conference right. play, which is why I don't think I would have the guts to kind of step in front of them in this game. No. I, I don't want to lay it, but I don't think I would want to take it with LMU. Yeah, I'm staying like, out too. I think we're going to see a focused effort. Now, maybe Gonzaga this year is just not good enough, and they're just not a good team, and maybe they'll be out in the first weekend, something that hasn't happened since like 2014, I think. Well, it doesn't it? But, it's been a long time when we've been, been – just a little bit after Valentine's Day in February where nobody's talking about Nobody's this talking team. about Gonzaga. Nobody's considering this team, I, I think, as a Final Four contender. And look, they haven't shown it, but are they kind of lying in wait, though? And that, that, be. That'll, be, that'll be an interesting, uh, you know, scenario for Gonzaga. But I just, the guards just haven't, the guards and the wings no. just have not been good enough this year. No, they haven't. But that's what I'm, I'm really excited to watch this game, though, because I do think we're going to get the best that Gonzaga has to offer. And we're going to learn if that's good enough or yeah. if it's not good. enough. And you've seen the total drop a little bit, too, down to one fifty five and a half, mm-hmm. because that would be, you know, if it's a slower game, as we saw in the first meeting, it's an LMU game. Yep. It's a faster game. It's all about the Zags. Yeah, it's a, one of the better games that we've had this week. So Gonzaga, eight point favorites, total 155. But like we mentioned here at Circle, where we're sitting, that is now down to seven and a half in favor of the Bulldogs. Uh, in the Pac 12, over at the Beasley Coliseum on the Palouse, Washington State hosting Oregon State, Cougars, 13 point favorites at home. Total one twenty three. Yeah, that's a that's a, that's a big number for Washington State though. But I, Washington State is one of those teams. You look at them; they're eleven and fifteen. The numbers say they should be better than they are because they've mm-hmm. lost a lot of close games this year. You know, lost by three at Colorado, lost a game at home to UCLA that they should have won, lost in overtime to Utah, another game they should have won. So. This is a team that I think, you know, remember, remember Oregon State a couple of years ago, and Oregon State had a better record. It was during the, uh, during the COVID year where they pulled the uh, upsets and, you know, won the Pac-12 tournament. I don't know mm-hmm. if Washington State can do that, but I think Washington State, it would not surprise me to see them knock a couple teams off, maybe get to the semis or even the final uh, here. But it, it is a big number. Uh, uh, they have they have not. I don't think they've played. Yeah, I don't think they've played think the so. uh, the Beavers yet this year. Uh, just uh, looking at their at their schedule, but I'm not. I mean, or, Oregon State. It, you know, other if it wasn't for Cal, they would be the worst team in the conference. And mm-hmm. you do get an Oregon State team that did just upset USC at home, broke a three game losing streak. So just looking at my numbers. Uh, I made it at like 11 and a half. Okay. And it is 13. So, you know, it tells you that the market uh, does like this Cougar team, but I'm going to pass on it for now. Yeah. And no, I, I, don't, I don't like laying stuff with 13 with a total of 123 when we already know that mm-hmm. Washington State likes to kind of play at a slower tempo. Having to cover that sort of margin, that takes a lot and a lot of efficiency. So uh, I'm going to lay off of that one. Uh, Stanford and UCLA. What was once a very storied matchup is uh, only one other team's story. Now with UCLA, Stanford, we talked about in the last segment, not very good anymore. Uh, the Bruins, 13 and a half point home favorites at Poly Pavilion. Total is 132. UCLA pulverized them in Palo Alto in the first meeting. Stanford's not great, but I think that they might be getting some positive regression, uh, you know, because 
they they they've had some kind of some bad luck in some games too. I don't think they're as bad as eleven and fourteen. They're not great by any stretch of the imagination. And look, Stanford, uh, not a lot of size, so we know UCLA. They're they're not necessarily a team that like shoots a lot of threes. They like to get to the rim, run a lot of ISO, especially with Jaime Yaquez. But you know the Stanford team that 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 is very small. I actually kind of lean to him here, and and okay. I may end up betting this actually at thirteen and a half. I just mm. UCLA is kind of getting into that like you know that fat and happy stage where it's like okay we played a lot of the name teams, we had that comeback in the second half against Oregon. Now we get Stanford and Cal at home this weekend, and it's like those teams. It's like we know we lay over these teams. We're better than those teams. Mm-hmm. This seems like, you know, there there there's a spot here where they're going to play poorly in one of these two games or where, where they're just not going to have their best effort. And I think it very well could be tonight. So when I when I looked at the number, I actually made it a little a little bit higher than where the market was. But this is one where I might trust the market here because this open 14 close now 13 and a half. I'm gonna go with the Cardinal here. I, I okay. think that they hang in against UCLA tonight. The tree, huh? The tree getting yes. it done. Thirteen and a half. They are catching it at Poly Pavilion, so maybe a sleepy spot for the Bruins, like you mentioned. We'll see how that one unfolds. Also, we are at halftime between Utah and Arizona. We will get you a second half handicap on the other side as we begin hour number three here on Visa Live Bet Tonight. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work. 